listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 402, Turkish Delight. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 402, and I first off, I want to apologize for for not being here last week, but because it was literally, it was a last minute thing. And not that the meeting that caused me not to be on the show was a last minute thing, but it was a last minute thing that I remembered I had to go to a <laughs> meeting. So I, I just wasn't prepared. So I literally, I contacted Gaz, uh, what, Tuesday morning for, well, I guess it was Tuesday afternoon for you. Yeah. Yeah. And and said, you know, well, well, gee whiz, <laughs> can't do the podcast. But fortunately, uh, Scott Wilsey from Pocket Size Podcast, and please subscribe to that show, uh, managed to to step in and do a, a superb job, even though he's he's so self-deprecating yeah. when, uh, when when he's talking. I'm not really sure why, because he, he, he really just does a great job. He does it. A- fantastic job and uh i kept saying to him at the end of it i said thanks scott that was brilliant you were great and he went well you know i probably ruined it for you i said no you didn't no you didn't it was brilliant it was brilliant you're fantastic so well Well, done scott that's all i can say all i can say (laughs) to scott is i apologize for ruining his show (laughs) (laughs) oh here we go here we see i never apologize for for being on anyone's show because i think i'm the best part of of all their shows yeah Okay. Shut up and listen, you might learn something. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Obviously, uh, Gaz has his soundboard working and working well. And that's great. Um, Let's see. What else is going on? Uh, Talk. uh, Last little bit about the 400th podcast contest. Uh, Everyone has now, either through Facebook or through emails, been notified. And I'm still waiting on uh, any number of you to get back with me. Please do as soon as you can. Otherwise, the sponsors will be like, uh, what contest? What are you talking about? Who, who are you? <laughs> what is this MyMac.com podcast of which you speak? And of course, if, if any of you guys uh, uh, have not seen any of your licenses, uh, just email us back and, and we'll keep you in copy with the... Uh, with the software developers, um, I think um, I think we've had one or two perhaps glitches, but they're still, they're sorting it out, so it's all good stuff. Yeah, I actually got an email um, from Adam over at uh, Copilot saying that that they actually delayed putting out the um, uh, the license codes because there was some bug that they were dealing with, and they didn't want to. You know, they they wanted the first impression of their software to be a good one, right? So they right. they, but you know, they did contact me and they did contact the people that had won the prizes and said, you know, we're going to get it to you. But they've got it out and and apparently, uh, unless I hear differently, everybody's happy. Cool, that's good. Yep. Well, we're reco- and we are actually we're recording early. Yes. Did I just jump on you? Yes, you did. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, back to the old days. That's it. Back to normality. That's what this week is. Um, although it's okay. not quite... Yeah, normality. Yeah, normality, yeah. It's not quite normal because we are recording early again. Um, this week I'm travelling to Turkey uh, with work um, and um, that means that I won't be around Tuesday. Actually, I'm leaving Tuesday morning and it's going to be an awful flight because I'm going to... It's not an awful flight. It'll probably be a very nice flight. Um, but I'm having to get the... Flying through. BA? No, 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 we're flying, um, um, oh, German company. I was going to say Lufthansa? Air, I was going to say Air Frankfurter, but no, it's Lufthansa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Air Frankfurter? <laughs> I like that name, Air Frankfurter. Uh, yeah, the, good. Well, the planes just look like a great big circled well, hot hey, dog or something. Let me finish the story. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> go so, ahead. So I've got to get the Heathrow at about, uh, where the plane takes off at 7.30, so I've got to be there 
uh, hour and a half, two hours before, because there's a few delays at Heathrow at the moment, um, apparently coming back through customs, but I'm hearing of delays going through to catching planes as well. So that probably means I've got to leave my house at 3 or 3.30 in the morning. Mm. Um, then we go to Munich, and we change at Munich uh, to go on to Turkey. So, yeah, it, mm, not looking forward to the, tri- the trip out or the trip back. And when we're out there, even though it's probably a very nice place that we're going to, we're probably going to be working from 8 till late. So uh, not going to see a lot of the place, unfortunately. But we are we'll you just see. there for the one day? No, 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 no. We're uh, flying out uh, Tuesday. or We'll be in Turkey late Tuesday evening, uh, and then we're flying back Friday. So, oh, yeah, okay. I'll get home but, Friday. But, uh, it's a shame that you're not going to have any time because Turkey is actually a, a beautiful country. Yeah, I'd love to, love to go there, but um, yeah, not this time, not this time. And I was hoping that I'd take either my iPad or the MacBook Air just so I've, you know, can continue with my um, out of office curriculum. Let's put it that way. Sure. Um, <laughs> but it looks like I'm only really going to have my phone because the other two now are part of family usage. Um, so it looks like I'll have to start saving. <laughs> well, you're going to have that. You're going to have your great Windows laptop, though, won't you? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That's a bit, <laughs> that's a bit of a Twitter joke that not a lot of people are going to get. I don't think. Oh, probably not. Probably oh, not. unless you mean my work one, of course. Yeah, your which work you one. probably did. Yes, yeah. But, but the thing is, that is so restricted. It's so uh, cut down. Like you know, you can't do anything on it really. So, yeah. Does it play Crisis? No, 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 no. <laughs> That's no, another no, Twitter you, joke. No, you. <laughs> but you no, know, it does nothing like that. Anyway, one thing I've done with my Mac this week, guy. I What's did, that? I did the dirty deed, and I have moved to iCloud. Oh, congratulations. Mm, yeah. How, I, how difficult was it? It was very easy, apart from on both my, in fact, all three machines, to be honest with you. Uh, I haven't actually moved the fourth machine over. So the MacBook Air moved over. The MacBook, the, sorry, the Mac Mini has moved over, and the Mac Mini downstairs, although the Mac Mini downstairs, which is used as a media server, didn't really need to, to move over, but I did it anyway. Um, yeah, why not? And um, whilst iCal was updating, um, it seemed to crash. It didn't crash. It just, you know, I got the rainbow of death on that program. I couldn't close it. I couldn't close iCal. And the syncing was going on in the background with iCal, with, um, sorry, with uh, the system preferences. And um, the first time I left it and left it and left it. And actually, I'd had a quick uh, e- uh, Twitter conversation with uh, our friend Tom. And yeah, he said, yeah, he said, yeah, probably best to leave it. Well, that's what I did. And I left it overnight. So I couldn't have left it any longer. <laughs> I had a look in the morning, MacBook Air, still doing the same thing. So I just did a reboot, right? And that was it. It was fine. Seemed to be no problem at all. So something was going on in the background or, you know, with the, the syncing, it was just like in a loop telling me that it was still doing something when it had already finished. And I kind of had the same thing on the on the mini as well. So, but again, just shut it down. I, I got a force quit on it, and you know, after it had been running for about an hour, and then force yeah. quit it. So, I don't know if anybody else has come across that, but uh, that was my only concern. But everything seemed to be fine. Uh, obviously, I'd backed up uh, beforehand and um, yeah. moved it across, and everything. Yeah, everything seems seems good. So I've now got to start um, messing about with iCloud and see exactly what I can do with it. Well, did uh, did Tom give you a uh, news, weather, or traffic report while while you were talking to him? Actually, no, no, <laughs> no, he didn't. Oh, that was so fun. I put I put that for those who don't listen all the way through to the end of the show. Yeah. Sometimes you miss some some interesting Snippets. stuff. You miss yeah. some real golden nuggets. I tell you, especially yep. especially your poems that you come up. Yeah, and well, and last week was no exception because. Uh, after you guys had finished recording the show, you and Donnie, Donnie, you and Scott, I don't know why I keep doing I that. I don't know, because you actually got it. That's, that's, that's not the first time that it's I've not, done that. It's not. <laughs> and they're both wonderful people, and they deserve to have their own recognition yes. for the things that they do. <laughs> and I blow it every single, well, not every time, but nearly every time. But there was a, um, uh, he wanted to congratulate uh, you and I for the you know getting to the the four hundredth show, and I I put that after the the, the closing music, and then yep. of course did oh did you hear I, I closed out your second segment? Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> well, you guys asked for it. There's yeah, no doubt yeah, we about did. it. We did, we did. 
Oh, well, let, let's move over to the MyMac stuff. Definitely. Uh, oh, now, I, um, thought, I, I, I thought we ought to put this in because we don't often yeah. do it. So, um, you know, I think, uh, I think it's about time we just mentioned this. So do you want to go for it? No, go ahead. Um, Tim Robertson actually uh, pretty much pays for the, uh, the bandwidth on uh, um, all of the podcasts, to be perfectly honest with you. And yeah. it would be good just to give a little, a little bit of assistance, I think. Uh, and you can help my Mac and the rest of the podcasts in the Stoplight Network uh, um, uh, network. Uh, did I just say that twice? I probably did. Anyway, there's an yes, Amazon, you did. Yes, an, you did. There's an Amazon affiliate link <laughs> in the top right hand corner of the MyMac website. Um, it doesn't cost you a penny to use it. Just if you're going to buy something from Amazon, click on that link. It'll take you to Amazon, and you just do the rest as you normally would. So yep, yeah, and uh, no charge at we, all. We'll get a little bit of kickback, or Tim will get a little bit of kickback for you know uh, any purchases you make. So if you want to buy a car, then. <laughs> I think he'll get a nice kickback. And I would recommend a uh, Bentley. <laughs> yes, get a Bentley off of Amazon.com. <laughs> the shipping charges are going to kill you. Well, no, no, it's, it's, it's collect only, I think. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, the first first article we have, and this is going to be kind of short because you know, we're just talking about from like last Tuesday and it's only now only Sunday. Yeah, you know what's uh, going to happen? A week, What's that? a week Tuesday, we're going to have a ton of stuff to talk about, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, somehow or another, we always manage to fill at least an hour. So I'm not too worried about that. Uh, the first article is from Mark Greentree. It's an iOS game review called Farm Kill. I wonder if there's any zombies in it. Uh, it's free with in-app purchasing, and that's a subject I'd like to to go back to sometime soon. Yep. Uh, Universal app compatible with iOS 3.1 or later. You can lock the doors. You can bolt the windows. But can you survive the night? (laughs) The undead are at it again. This time terrorizing in a world with a local farming community. (laughs) You assume the role of a farmer who needs to plan strategic retaliation during the day for the coming night ahead with you and, with you and two other survivors that you must protect. Uh, he ends by saying that when the lights go out, you are going to run around like a headless chicken trying to defend yourself and your survivors. And he gives it a 7 out of 10 My Mac rating. Yeah. I think I might have to get that. Um, okay, next on the MyMac.com website is Learn MyMac Episode 8. That's a tutorial video from... Uh, from That's a tutorial video from Elisa Pacelli. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. Ah, I See? wasn't ready. Can you believe that after all this time? And you I'm looking know. right at it. And I, oh. Anyway, this week she talks about us two. Oh, she did? Yeah. Ah. Uh, no, hang on a minute. No, sorry. She's talking about the genius feature in iTunes. My mistake. Ah, sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, we are so close to being geniuses. That, you know what? I I can't even pull that off. <laughs> no. <laughs> can I really? No, anyway, no. Elisa talks about um, the genius feature in iTunes and uh, how to get the most from it. Go take, and, a, go take a watch. And uh, last up this week, and I haven't had a chance to listen to this yet. Uh, it's tech fan number 75 Potterific. Tim and Dave offer Samsung an apology. Boy, that is a that is groundbreaking. And a firm finger shaking shame on you to rim. And with more mobile this week, they also talk about Rock Band, Robot Wants Kitty, which was I think that was an app I recommended some time ago. Great, great app. And Lego Harry Potter years five through seven. They finally wrap things up with the Kindle Fire. Yep, I've listened to it actually. It's a good show. I can't wait to hear it. Okay, and from our good friend on email, we've got some feedback. Oh, terrific. Uh, From Antonio Andres Martinez. Uh, He says, Hi, my friends. As I told you, these days I'm working in China. This week I've been in the bigger shoes fair. Sorry, the biggest, I would say, shoes fair in the world. But this is not a problem to continue listening and reading the posts of my favorite podcasts, as you can see. Um, regard soon, and I will write again from the old Europe, my beloved Spain. P.S. <laughs> P.S. This time I send you an email instead of writing your Facebook page, because China is not possible to access to it, as many other freedom restrictions. Yeah. Okay, and he basically sent a picture of him 
uh, reading the MyMac or listening to the MyMac podcast on his iPad. So uh, well done. <laughs> well done, Antonio. Uh, yeah. Um, having been to China myself, and I was there. I was in China. It was about a year after Tiananmen Square. So you can imagine <laughs> what it was like when Ooh, I was. Oh, brief, yes. oh, the weirdest thing that happened at the very same time I was there was when Iraq invaded Kuwait. So, I mean, there was like just all <laughs> kinds of stuff going on. And I was I was very happy to, uh, I mean, as much as I love the area and the people, I, w- I was happy to get home after that particular little trip. I bet you are. Now, the next one, I think we might leave that until the second section because it kind of ties in. But I got an email from Phil Paxman with reference to this. So we'll perhaps mention that a little bit later on. Yeah, this. yeah. Actually, y- yeah, we could use this in a, a different part of what we're going to talk about okay. in the next segment. Yep. So we'll come back to that uh, that email from Phil Paxman a little bit later. Thanks, Phil. Uh, from Chris Kalmicki, listening to the MyMac show number 401 and had to comment on the Carry On movies. I saw several of the movies at the Lark Theater in Larkspur, California in the early 60s. Wow, <laughs> he's, he's older than I thought he was. I blame them for my love of British humor, both subtle, broad, and raunchy. And for clarification, my first name is Chris, and my Twitter handle is Cal Mickey. My last name is, well, none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, a reference to what I think I said, so yeah, thanks very much. Um, uh, we had a response from uh, Mark Shepard, our good friend Mark Shepard on Twitter. Um, and I think this could be uh, a bit of a bumper or a show bumper. He says, if I had half a brain, that would be twice as much as ever I had before. And my Mac podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. Uh, we got some recent feedback, just I think just today, from Facebook, from, from good friend Peter Bird. Uh, I think he's talking about four. Yeah, he's talking about uh, four hundred one that you did with um, with Scott. He says, "Good show. I enjoyed it, but it would have been better, or it would have been even better with all three of you. But it can't. Sometimes it can't be helped. Pesky work people. How dare they keep guy away? <laughs> Scott was very good, which comes as no surprise to me as I listened to his show too. Yeah, there you go. And see, see uh, Scott, we told you. Yeah, people love you." Yeah. Well, some people. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we got some audio feedback also from Mark Greentree uh, c- about controlling different types of iTunes account. This is in reference to something we were talking about. I think it was in 398 or 399 with my son going to college and trying to figure out how I'm going to set up iTunes for him because I, you know, I don't want to have my credit card on a computer that I don't have access to. Anyway, this is what he has to say. Hey Guy, uh, I was listening to my Mac and I um, just came across uh, the topic that you and Gaz were talking about with regards to your son going across to university and how would you sort of manage uh, DRM content and so forth. And uh, what I was thinking might be a possibility, I run several different iTunes accounts in different countries and also a couple of different ones in Australia as well. And I can actually authorise the one computer with all these different accounts, but the store won't link to the authorization. So, for instance, uh, my stepson, I can set up on his MacBook to play, uh, you know, certain content that I've purchased and say, okay, I give his MacBook authorization to actually play it. But the store he goes to won't, it, it doesn't link to the store at all. So he can log in on his own personal account and then just use, um, you know, like the, the prepaid vouchers and so forth. Um, so, you know, it may be an option. Um, that's just a, a really brief overview. Um, if you want to explore it further, uh, let me know, and I'm uh, more than happy to uh, give you a hand setting that up if it helps. Okay, go take care. I'll catch up with you later. All right, thanks, Mark. Yeah, that that's probably going to have to be the the way I do it. And if he needs something from the Mac App Store or iTunes, I will email him a uh, gift voucher that he can then himself put in. Because you know the other option is I would have to, you know, screen share and log in, and and it's like you know I I really don't want to go there. No, uh, definitely not. For, fortunately. If he requires a little more tech support, then something like that will will be able to withstand. 
Uh, he's only going to be about 45 minutes to an hour away, the college that he's chosen. So, you know, that that puts it within the realm of, you know, being able to just jump in the car and, and go and give him a hand. You know, one of the colleges he wanted to go to originally was like eight hours away. And it's like, uh, yeah, you know what? You got tech problems. <laughs> You're going to have to wait because I can't make that trip there and back in a day. No way. No. And I wouldn't expect you to, guy. <laughs> well, well, yeah, but you, yeah, never. I don't, don't even want to go there. <laughs> Kid, teenagers, yeah, the hey, impossible kids, is possible. Kids, eh? as who, long, who'd yeah. have them? Kids, eh? who'd have them? <laughs> well, we do. Yeah, uh, yeah. For yeah, for for teenagers, the impossible is possible unless it's them that's having to do it. <laughs> that's all I got to say about that. Do we have a phobia word of the day? A Bluetooth. Phobia, a blutophobia. Okay, a blutoph. I know what this is. Go on, tell I me. I do know what this is. Yes, I know a phobia yeah, has to be, and this is a very, very limited kind of phobia. It has to be the fear of large, burly men by sailors with squinty eyes and big forearms. Have those big men got beards? Uh, yes, they do. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, you, uh, do you know... You hit it out of the park every week. Oh, well, well, you've weeks. hit well, you've hit this one out of the park, but you've missed. Um, <laughs> it's the foul pho- ball. It's the phobia or fear of washing, cleaning, and generally bathing. <laughs> okay, I know a lot of teenagers like that too. <laughs> yes. So. Oh my. Okay. So if you're walking around, and someone smells a bit. A blutophobia. <laughs> they have a blutophobia. <laughs> We have a tech news of the weird, and yeah, this, this just kind of caught my eye. Uh, there's a woman in uh, Texas and uh, uh, some other areas in, in that area that has stolen nearly 100 iPads from Walmarts, mostly all over Texas. And the, the way she does it, because basically if you walk into a Walmart and you tell them you want to buy an iPad, well, they're all locked up. So the clerk that works there... Uh, you know, unlocks wherever it is they keep them, pulls it out, and then walks with you to the the front and gives it to the person that's going to ring up your purchases. You figure, okay, well, you know how that's foolproof. You know what can what, what can anyone do with that? Well, what she does is she also has a bunch of groceries, so she's putting all this stuff up. And typically, because groceries can be you know kind of wet and stuff like that. The, the the clerk will put the iPad or iPads, sometimes it's two or three of them, in a separate bag. And as the you know, the bags are getting rotated around as they get filled up, and then the woman is, is taking the bags and putting them in her cart. Well what she does is she has this great big purse and she'll put the iPads instead of just into the cart, into her purse in the cart. And then at some point as you know the rest of the stuff is getting rung up She'll make some excuse for why she has to go out to her car, pick up the purse, and walk out of the store and not come back. And, you know, she has stolen nearly 100 iPads doing this, and they have pictures of her. So I I can't imagine it'll be too much longer before she gets caught. Uh, If you want to read this story, they have it over at 9to5Mac, and uh, we'll have a link in the show notes that'll take you there. They actually have... Uh, pictures and video of this woman. Can you believe? I mean, that takes some big nads. That really does. <laughs> yeah, like the the you know these people just got they've got no morals whatsoever, have they? They just don't. Yeah, yeah I think they were saying it's something like close to uh, sixty thousand dollars worth Jeepers. of um, Jeepers. yeah worth of of stuff that she's stolen. Crazy, <laughs> I mean, crazy. My God. Ah, <sighs> well. After that uplifting news, Gaz, take us out. Stand by to stand by, and we'll be right back. Thank you. Oh, that, w- that wasn't Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, Kevin. It seems like it's been a long time since I've seen you. Uh, anything new? Uh, yeah, actually, I, I just won the lottery. You won the lottery? Yeah, the Knowledge Lottery. I found the Mac Specialist Podcast on the Stoplight Network, available on iTunes. 
lots of fun facts and interesting things about anybody who's a Mac owner and wants to know more about using OS X, iOS, or any Apple device out there, you should check it out. Are they going to talk about Google stuff? Uh, well, the one guy will. He's such a fanboy. Hi, I'm Tim Robertson from the Tech Fan Podcast. And I'm David Cohen from the Tech Fan Podcast. And we wanted to take a moment to tell you about the Stoplight Network. Stoplight is a community of podcasters. We're a group of people who are passionate about podcasting, and we're looking for people who have either existing or new podcasts who might be interested in joining us. So check it out at www.stoplightnetwork.com. And while you're at it, check out our show, The Tech Fan Podcast, part of the Stoplight Network of Podcasts. The path to true enlightenment can take many forms but this probably isn't one of them the g-men on the mymac.com podcast and welcome back to the second section of the mymac podcast and yeah second section i've got to say actually guy there wasn't a great deal of soundboard in that second uh, first section break was there i mean i should have i should have got on with it a little bit more and and started to cheer you up well, yeah, because yeah, it has been a depressing week. Um, and oddly enough, the only bit of soundboard I had was uh, Elisa's story. Oh, dear. Absolutely clever. Yeah. <laughs> I know my place. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, go good. ahead. That's better. That's good. That's it. So yeah. welcome to the second, the second section of my <laughs> podcast. Um, now. We are going to talk iPad. I know it's my Mac, but, you know, we we generally talk everything Apple. Um, but really, we're talking about the iPad because we're wondering, or Guy was wondering more than anyone, because he's he's kind of tried this, is how close is the iPad to truly replacing a general laptop or being a laptop replacement? Yeah. We've, now, kind, we've kind of gonna we're gonna kind of make this a little bit of an ongoing series because we can't you know as, as Guy points out we can't really cover all of the points in one week which is a fair a fair statement so uh, why don't you take us into it a little bit more okay. why, why well, you thought about this thing Guy okay well but well, essentially and this goes back to uh, when I went to to MacWorld yep. in January <laughs> I didn't take a laptop I I did everything from iOS devices. And for the for the geeky among us, using a tra- a tablet computer, and I'm not going to limit it to just the iPad. Uh, nope. You know, there's there's certainly some very good uh, Android tablets if you can get the right apps for it that are out there. And you know, can we use a tablet computer as an everyday mobile device? And I think I proved at MacWorld that yeah, it can be done. Uh, the question comes becomes. Uh, why <laughs> or how or how easy is it as compared to taking a full blown laptop with e- with either uh, OS 10 or Windows 7 now you know, bear in mind i'm not saying go and sell your desktop and and be one be one with the iOS use the iOS luke i i don't think we're there yet uh, but for the vast majority of people and with how they typically might use a laptop on the road an iPad really could be all they need, along you know, with with a little bit of help. Yeah, and I agree. This now, uh, what I, what I've got here in the notes is uh, some of the advantages of having a laptop over like a, an iOS device or an Android device. And um, typically, laptops are are in essence an all in one device with a keyboard, more storage, multitasking and more mature applications in really almost any category you can think of. Yeah, However, I, I, I kind of added to that a little bit, saying that, um, and I think you probably meant this when you said more mature applications, and I kind of also put down that there are also more powerful applications on a laptop oh, yeah. you can generally have, and I think that, that kind of ties in a little bit with the fact that you've got more, more, more mature applications as well. Uh, and I also kind of mentioned that... Um, they can link to other machines and swap and move files a lot easier. Um, you, oh, yeah. you don't kind of know what kind of files you've got, you know, or where they are. They, you, you have to do a little bit of fiddling with the iPad. And also yeah. one, uh, one, <laughs> one, yeah, one thing that um, 
struck me was the ability to deal with raw images, which um, you know any any photographer out there will, will tell you straight away that you know uh, the iPad really it can see them, it can view them, and you can change them. But if you want to then export them. I believe that it will only you mean export as a raw image. Yeah, I believe it won't keep that metadata, and then it'll it'll export it as um as a JPEG, which is obviously kind of defeats that object slightly. So, um, but that might come. You know, that's that's something which could probably be overcome with, um, with software compatibility. However, the fact that you're going to keep a raw image uh, also means it's probably going to be mm. quite a large file. So. It's uh, it goes back to the the more storage that you spoke about as well. Well, not only that. Well, you could also. <clears throat> well, you know what? Let, let's talk about that another week. Yes, definitely. Because I have some ideas on that uh, on how you, we could get around that. Okay. But but this week, uh, we're going to talk about how can we get an iPad to overcome some of the uh, the advantages that a laptop has, and and this week we're going to talk about keyboards. Now, the iPad, you know, it does in essence, have a way to input text, the on-screen keyboard. And it is, uh, I I think we could call it usable. Uh, You can use it and you can get the basic things done with which you might need keyboard entry. But however, it it isn't even close to the same experience you'll get with a halfway decent laptop keyboard. And, And, you know, let's face it, most of the Macs, the MacBook Air, MacBook Pros, they all have pretty good keyboards. Yeah, um, I'll agree with that. Some people don't like them, but um, I, I certainly like the uh, the keyboard definitely on the MacBook Air. I don't use the white MacBook so much, but my MacBook Air, I, yeah. I think the keyboard and the, the trackpad is um, superb. Uh, okay. Yeah, and <clears> the, <throat> um, the iPad, of course, has Bluetooth, and so you can use a lot of you know, practically any Bluetooth keyboard. And as it turns out, and I didn't realize this until I started kind of looking at this story, there's a lot of USB keyboards that you can use through Apple's iOS connection kit, which supplies you know separate USB and SD card dongles for the 30-pin connector. I didn't uh, realize that. I, I, I didn't I, either. I, I thought it was just a Bluetooth. I didn't even think that you could connect um, via that uh, connection kit with a, a, a USB keyboard. I'm going to be trying that in a minute. Yeah, but I mean, how weird would that be? You've got this big keyboard, <laughs> and let's say it's got like the old telephone style, you know, wrap cord, and you've got that plugged in, <laughs> and you're holding your iPad with one hand and like typing on the keyboard with an. I mean, how funny would that be? Yeah, I think I might. Have <sighs> to, I've got I've got an image in my mind now. I might have to I might have to do a bit of a, a photograph on that score. <laughs> but they don't all work because <clears throat> some of them. Uh, well, I guess almost all of them require some little bit of power, but but some some power some of them their wow some of their power requirements for some of the uh, USB keyboards is higher than what the the iPad can yeah. put out. So those weren't going to work. Uh, but when we're talking about Bluetooth keyboards, and I've looked at a lot of them, uh, in my opinion, they kind of fall into three different categories. Okay, you've got the, the keyboard cases that you kind of slip the iPad into. Yep. You've got the, if you, uh, you know, you, you've seen the Zag cases, right? Guess? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. You've, and there's other companies that make ones that are similar now. So you've got the Zag type cases that the iPad fits on top of, and then you have separate keyboards. Okay. I, and, think, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. And most of the keyboard cases pretty much work in the same way. The iPad is in a portfolio type of sleeve. And when you open it up, it fits into a little groove, and the keyboard connects up via Bluetooth, and you type as usual. Uh, some of the advantages of a case like this is that it provides pretty good protection for the iPad in both the front and the back. However, almost all of them have the problem that makes it less than an opt- optimal solution, that in that you are limited to basically landscape mode for your iPad, and the case itself adds a lot of bulk. Yep, that's very true. And that's yep. one thing that's put me off, actually, any of these uh, types of, of keyboard stroke case. Yep. Yep. And also, uh, typically, the keys are smaller than what you'd have on a laptop. And a lot of times, they're that kind mm. of spongy, rubbery cover. And uh, i not a big fan. Okay. Uh, second type of case is the, the Zag type cases, which I think they're being distributed now by Logitech. And that pretty much eliminates the, the landscape 
portrait mode problem by having the the iPad and the keyboard be two separate units. Uh, the iPad fits on right on top of the keyboard, and when you remove it, you place the iPad in either landscape or portrait mode, and there's like this built-in groove at the top end of the keyboard. Uh, the Zag itself is made from aircraft-grade aluminum, and it protects the front of the iPad very well. Uh, the back is left open to the typical dings that can occur naturally uh, while in use, or if the person is unusually <laughs> unusually clumsy, like me. Really, really, yeah, I'm, I'm, I am clumsy. No, I don't. Um, I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah, who would who would have thunk it? Uh, <laughs> the Zag, however, also has the same problem as the portfolio type cases, in that the keys are are typically smaller than what you'll get with most Apple laptops. Um, however, the Zag has been very popular, and there's been a number of imitators that have put out similar units. However, buyer beware, because a good number of these units don't have the same build quality that Zag is known for, and many of them are made of plastic instead of aluminum. Now, ha- have you tried these cases, Gaz, or, or have you just kind of seen them? No, I've seen them, and I don't... I, I, all of them just kind of put me off with the way they're just made. I, I like a nice flat, um, like the aluminum keyboard that you get um, from Apple, and I think a lot of them seem to be... They seem to be higher, and they seem to be slightly raised, or some of them have even got a ridge around the edge. Um, I haven't, uh, to be honest, uh, hands up, I haven't tried any yet, so there could be one or two out there which are, uh, are useful, but I'll be honest with you, I'm still using the actual um, uh, keyboard that comes you know, comes up, the, oh, the uh, on-screen on screen keyboard. Well, how do you, because you don't really get much <clears throat> feedback from that. You don't get any feedback from that. As a matter of what, what, well, no, you get some feedback, but yeah. not a whole lot. <laughs> well, you, you know, you get the feedback in so much as you see what you're typing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and the fact that it's on screen means that your eye movement from, if you're not really a touch typist, which obviously is the difficulty, but your eyes are so close to the wording generally it's being written, your per- peripheral vision gives you the ability to see where your you, you know your fingers are on the keyboard. Right. So I actually find that enough for me to be able to use that keyboard. Um, okay. But there aren't ti- you know if there were time however if I was going to be doing a lot of typing on the on the iPad then I could imagine that that would become tiresome and very awkward. So at that point I probably would like to be able to change the angle and the position of the iPad and then have a separate keyboard. So in that case that's when one would uh, would be more useful. Now, do you have one of those stands that like lifts up the no. top end? So no. oh so it's just like flat. Um oh sorry, yes 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 sorry. I, I thought you was going somewhere else with that. No, no, it's got yeah, like the old um the old one. So it sits at an angle. Yes. Yes I do. Okay. Yes I okay. do. Okay. Uh, the last type of keyboard that I'm going to talk about tonight are the the strictly Bluetooth keyboards. And you know, nearly any one of these that you buy, you should be able to use with an iPad. Uh, but quite frankly, you're better off getting one that's specifically made to use with iOS as there will be specific keys for different functions within iOS, like volume control and so on. Uh, one advantage these keyboards have... Uh, is you'll have generally larger keys and better feedback. And they're also usually less expensive than the other keyboard cases too. And also you can easily use these not only with iOS devices, but also with Android devices and other computers. And, you know, even your Mac. That, that, even your Mac that, uh, that may lack a physical keyboard. Uh, the downside though is uh, that can, most can, the, could you use you presumably you could use these with your iPhone as well, or would that be sure. the same with any of them? It'd be the same with any of them. Yep. Any okay. anything that you can connect up via Bluetooth, as far no, as no, sorry, I meant uh, the other the other cases. I know that the iPhone won't fit in some of the other cases, but some of those cases do have uh, Bluetooth connectivity to the iPad. So presumably, yeah, I, I wonder. I wonder if <laughs> this would be a fun experiment. Uh, pair up one keyboard to an iPhone and an iPad at the same time and see if you can type on, on both devices. Uh, I guess it would have to pick one or the other, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm not quite sure how that would work, but I'll try it later. <laughs> it would work poorly. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got an Apple Bluetooth <laughs> keyboard, so I will try it later. Yeah, I've got one of those too. That's, that's, uh, not, that's not a bad keyboard. Uh, yeah. Though I, I wish uh, they had, you, you, you know, the, the, the longer USB keyboard with the separate 
number mm. pad? Yeah, separate number pad, yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of wish that Apple's keyboard was like that. Yeah, I'm, that, I'm a big number pad fan, but we're getting off the subject. <laughs> Yo, shocker, shocker. Um, Lord the above. Da- <laughs> the downside to some of these is that most will depend on you to provide a means to support the iPad apart from the keyboard. Yep. And, of course, they provide absolutely no protection at all for the iPad's front and back. Um I use one from Logitech that I've been very happy with, and the cover for the keyboard itself turns into a stand for the iPad, and then I just have this this like separate little zippered sleeve that I keep the iPad in, and within you know the the bag that that I have all of this stuff in, and I found and the thing I like about it, of course, is that I get pretty much full size keys, I get good good feedback uh, as com- as compared to most of these other t- keyboard cases uh but i think the biggest part of it is is that i can decide at what angle that i can put my my ipad portrait landscape if i want to you know set it on one edge for whatever stupid reason i could do that too and it holds it at such an angle that i can i can easily um, you know, manipulate the touch controls on the screen, and and it, I just find that for me, uh, the the separate Bluetooth keyboard just makes my life much easier when using an iPad and having to type a lot. Yep, I think I agree with um, pretty much all of that. Okay, uh, the the next time we go into this subject, I don't know if it'll be next week. Where we're in the process of. Uh, Trying to get a couple people, you know, listener invites and and things along those lines. Get another person to come in to talk to. Uh, but the next time we talk about this, Gaz, we're going to go over uh, some of the options you have for storage. Okay. For documents or music or movies or whatever that may be apart from the device itself. Yeah, yeah. Because I've I've seen one or two of those. Well, quite a few of those, and uh, they've they've taken my interest as well. Um, now one thing that, as we're talking about the keyboard, I was, uh, I picked up a, I think it was a tweet from, I think it was a tweet from Bill Paxman. In fact, he might have sent me something else, which was multitasking, which could well actually, um, uh, be, uh, be useful for us to, uh, to, to talk about in uh, another show. Cause obviously multitasking is one of the problems, but actually oh, yeah. I'd, I've seen, and I'll put this. In the um, in the show notes, I can stop it because I've just started playing. And basically, it's an <laughs> it's an iPad keyboard prototype. Now, it's not a separate keyboard. It's the way that you can copy and paste and highlight words oh, on the I iPad saw itself. That. And this, I think, if Apple could do could this, implement it. yeah, and implement it. Now, I'm not quite sure whether. This video is kosher or not, but it looks pretty kosher. Uh, and if it is kosher and Apple could implement that, then it would make the keyboard on the iPad so much more usable. But we'll put that. I've got that link now. Uh, the one that I actually originally put in the show notes was wrong. That's why I'm hesitating, guy. And I'm just about to I put hate in when that happens. I'm just about to put in the right one, which is now there. And we'll put that YouTube video into the show notes. But I did tweet it and. Uh, I think it would be superb. Um, it just makes copying and highlighting words, and you know, going back, and and just just makes it so it just makes it so much easier if it is kosher, of course. Which yeah, because you know, yeah, they were they were basically showing you know the guy <clears throat> swiping his finger around, and it was moving the cursor for. I mean, it was really really cool the way yeah, that they showed. Yeah, it. yeah. And you know, the problem with that is, it would have to be Apple to implement it because yes. I don't think that they could put that out as a separate app. No, no, it, um, I, th- I think it would have. It, it's got to be a, a, a U, a, a, an OS wide implementation that you're going to use it, and that means Apple are going to do it, or you jailbreak it. You know, unless it's available on a jailbroken device. But uh, yeah, it's it certainly looked like it, if they could, if they could implement the, the way he was moving the cursor around, which was basically just to start. Um, moving his finger so over the keyboard so basically he just started scrolling his finger whilst it's on the keyboard itself which if you think about it kind of makes sense because you know when you're scrolling your finger across the the keyboard and it's the keyboard is up then it could easily recognize the fact that you want to scroll and move the cursor 
that you see on on the screen right. and then i think he uses two fingers which then you know he gets the cursor into a place and he then uses two fingers and then it highlights the words that you've got on it so it's a very it's a very well thought out process and um you know if if they come up with this or they can come up with something similar then it would make typing on the on the ipad keyboard itself the you know the uh, pop-up keyboard so much uh, so much easier but yeah, we'll yeah. we'll put a link to that uh in in the show notes Okay, Gaz, uh, I guess it's my turn, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I don't know what, uh, yeah. I mean, no, I'll tell you, we could ask Tom to do it. Oh, is Tom ready? Tom? Yes. Stand by to stand by and we'll be right back. He's got kind of a high voice there. I guess so. Why do you really guess so? Prove your geek cred. I don't need to prove myself to you. I'm the new host of the geekiest show ever. We will see about that. Don't you just hate it when droids think they have all the control and don't know their role? You know, they forget that we can turn the power off. Oh no, you can't. Oh yes, I can. Don't, please. I'll be good. That's better. Nothing worse than artificial intelligence being, well, unintelligent. Head across to iTunes and subscribe to the Geekiest Show Ever podcast, the only show truly dedicated to geekery. Flabby in unnatural places. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. Um, there's this thing that we do. <laughs> every once in a while. And so, it is important. <laughs> it just makes me laugh every time we do this. I know, and I bet, it's I bet, fun. I bet people think, what... Am I listening to? But it makes me laugh. <laughs> and um, the last time I think we did this, most of them were ones that you and I had made up. Yes. Uh, this time I was talking to I was talking to Tim uh, Tim Robertson, of course, publisher of MyMac.com, and our fearless leader. And for some reason, we started talking about it was a couple years ago. It was very late at night. We were at the San Francisco airport waiting for our, you know, midnight flight to, to head back to the East Coast after Macworld. And we were very tired, and we started talking about the bumpers that you and I have been have been doing. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if it was because it was late, or we were tired, or completely bored out of our minds waiting, you know, to, to board a plane. We started going back and forth about bumpers. And... We were cracking each other up so hard that there was a actually there was a policeman in the area uh, where we were uh, writing these and saying them back and forth. And I'm surprised he didn't he didn't have us arrested before it was all over. Uh, sorry about the break there, folks. Had a little bit of drama to deal with as typical. Um, so Gaz and I have started writing a lot of these ourselves. But but sometimes uh, when talking to Tim, he and I will start throwing some ideas back and forth. And, you know, then Gaz and this I get This is a hell together. of a build-up. <laughs> I know, I know. They better. This better be comedy friggin' gold. That's all I got to say. So, we have a bunch of bumpers that we're going to do in this break. And uh, we hope you enjoy them because we know we are and you're going to be hearing them as, as time goes along. What I like is the fact that you've got to re-listen to them and take them out to create the bumpers. That's what I find funny. Yeah, yeah, then that's what I'll have to do. <laughs> <sighs> okay. But they are fun. Let's go for it. All right. And I I'm, I guess I'm supposed to start. Yes. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> like concrete swim fins for your Mac. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Well, you know, that could mean that we're good anchors. You see, you hadn't thought about that, had you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ready? But are, but are we even attached to a boat? <laughs> Yeah, but we're anchor on the news feed. 
Oh, okay. You see? You're not with it, are you, guy? Come on. Come on. <laughs> All right. Like a corded keyboard for your iPad. The G-Men on the My Mac podcast. <laughs> okay. It's Here's funny. We've just been talking about that as well. Yeah, I know. They're so apropos. All our VCRs are flashing 12, 12, 12, 12. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Now, folks, it, the, the interesting thing with that one is that I said to Guy, I don't get it, because all of the VCRs I've ever had just flash too little. You know, it's like a, a, a hyphen uh, flashing. Yeah. We get the time. So. Between the numbers. Yeah. I didn't get that. That's me. Uh, it's those stupid American VCRs. <laughs> Actually, half our audience are probably going, what's a VCR? <laughs> yes. Well, that would be nice to think that they are. Um, yeah. Okay. Taking Apple devices where they were never meant to be. The G-Men on the My Mac podcast. Okay. Uh, this is one Tim came up with. I will give him full credit for this. If we were any more talented, we would be a lubricant. The G-Men on the My Mac podcast. I must admit, I, I had to hold my tongue there and stop laughing through that one. Yeah, me too. I was surprised I got through it. The G-Men on the My Mac podcast. The most important meal of the day. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Why, because I said it so yeah. seriously? No, just because that was, that's fun. I like that. I think that's funny. Okay. <clears throat> the G-Men, like a DOS emulator on your iPhone. Now, there's a lot of listeners that won't know what you mean by that. <laughs> I know. <sighs> okay, here we go. If you were, if you were born uh, after 19, what, 1994... You probably have no idea what DOS is. Unless you're a computer geek, of course. Yeah, true. Finally, cracking the top ten list in Iran, the G-Men on the MyMac podcast. <laughs> okay. Like iDVD for your iPod Touch, the G-Men on the MyMac podcast. Now, I'm going to swap this one round. I'm not going to swap the actual comic round, but I'm going to put the G-Men at the front if, you, uh, if you're okay with that guy. Yeah, that's fine. The G-Men on the MyMap podcast. Like a drop of water in a bucket of muck. <laughs> <laughs> we should say, like, two drops of water, shouldn't we, really? But there you go. Well, you want to do it again? No, 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 no. Let's carry on. Okay. All right. <laughs> We're nearly at the end, folks. <laughs> yeah, almost, almost. Swear to God. Hand to God, hand to God. It's Bacon! <laughs> the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm laughing at you doing it. <laughs> sorry, you might have to do that one again, guy. <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> All right, here we go. I'll keep it. I'll keep both, actually. Uh, no, I'm gonna put no, this, no, no, no. It's I'm gotta, gonna, we, we have to be professional. I'm going to put myself <laughs> yeah. on mute. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll get I think I can get through it. Here we go. It's Bacon! The G-Men on the My Mac podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, I'm not sure I'm going to get this right, but I'll do my best. <clears throat> okay. Like Gilbert Godfrey shouting, Aflac! The G-Men on the My Mac podcast. <laughs> was that all right? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was good. Oh. oh. Okay, and uh, we took the one that Mark sent us, and we're going to do that one too. <laughs> if we had... Oh, <coughs> hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. If we had half a brain, that would still be twice as much as we had before. The G-Men on the MyMac podcast. The G-Men on the MyMac <laughs> Wait, hold on. You have to give an explanation for this one. Do, uh, yeah, well, okay. 
Because this was a late entry. Uh, this was a real late entry. And <laughs> it's a late entry because normally when Guy and I talk with each other, he has a drink. And so do I. <laughs> okay. This, that'll, that'll be another explanation, I think. Okay. okay. The G-Men on the MyMac podcast. Better in small doses or when you're drunk. The hint is there, I have to be drunk to talk to Guy. <laughs> and that I'm better in small doses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it, folks. That's enough torture yep. this week. And if, if you guys have any any good ideas for bumpers, remember they, they shouldn't be longer than and five to seven seconds. It's just like a little quick bit of comedy that we <laughs> I throw in just before we start talking again. Go ahead and send it to us. Uh, through all the, the various ways, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit and how to contact us. Definitely. So have you got a, have yep. you got a pick? In fact, I've, I've got kind – of, no, no. You go for your pick first, Guy, because I've got two okay. picks, but there's a reason for that. The uh, And this should come as a complete surprise to everyone who has listened to this podcast for almost two years. My, my app has zombies. <laughs> <laughs> and it's called – Brains. It's by Lonely View Software. Ooh, it's two dollars. I, I like the graphics. Yeah, isn't that wild? Yeah, and, and the, uh, we'll, I'll talk about it here. It's it's by Lonely View Software. It's two dollars and ninety nine cents. And you know they have in it, they have some in app purchase stuff, but essentially you can play the game without the in app purchase stuff, and and okay. that doesn't bother me. Um, you, you're instead of being the guy trying to keep from getting eaten by the zombies, you're now the zombie trying to eat all the other guys. <laughs> and you've got this group of zombies and you have to sometimes surround people because sometimes they're faster than you are. Uh, you have to keep from getting shot in the head by policemen and all other kinds of things that can really just ruin a zombie's day. But it is a fun game and I've been having a good time with it. You can it, it's universal, so you can play it on the iPhone. But I find that that it works much better. You can kind of see better what's going on because it's kind of this almost top down view, but not quite. And so it, 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 I think it works better with the iPad. But it is a lot of fun. It's Brains by Lonely View Software. <laughs> I like I, I like the the smooth looking <laughs> graphics. So I might have to try that one. I must admit. Now <clears throat> it is fun. Um, I was desperately looking for a Turkish Delight app um, so that you could, you know, find out all the information that you'd ever need to know about Turkish Delight because actually Turkish Delight is one of my favorite sweets. Um, and a little bit of knowledge here for you, Guy. Apparently, did you know that Turkish Delight kind of came about because in Turkey they often eat Turkish Delight with coffee? And that's oh, yeah. because their coffee is so strong they need something to sweeten oh, it up. God. Apparently, I, I, could, I believe you, that's the that's uh, the reason. Anyway, I love Turkish tonight, but I couldn't find an app. I couldn't find. Well, it. you could uh, mm-hmm. you you could basically uh, prop up a building with Turkish coffee. <laughs> anyway, so the first keeping with the Turkey theme, <laughs> um, or this. I'm not a, quite sure how to take that, guys. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, this is this is a free die turkey <laughs> die iOS app. <laughs> zombie, zombie turkeys. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit like that. It's slightly better played on the iPad. It's a bit of a fun game. There is in-app purchasing. So what I've said here is get it, play it, dump it. <laughs> Did I really say that? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it's really just to keep with the turkey theme, but it looked it looked a bit of fun, but you know, watch those in-app purchases. Um, and yeah. the next one actually is a free... And I've I've downloaded this, uh, although I've already said that I probably won't get a lot of time in Turkey. Um, this is a free Turkish guide uh, from Tripso. Tripsoso? Tripso. Triposo. 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 Why can I Triposo. not read? I really need to go I don't know. To you wrote it, dude. <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, not yeah. my problem. Yeah, it's not. I've got the problem. It's too much beer. Proposal. Uh, now, Let I've, down your hair. And what I've said is, okay, a lot of the information is available online. Uh, what isn't these days? Um, but yeah. to have the data available in one little package makes finding things so much easier. So there's, there's, there's the Turkish theme I've kind of stuck with. So, yeah. yeah. Run, and run, and run the, nice thing, the nice thing about that is... You can have this on your iPhone, and as you're walking around in Turkey, or and I guess they have got travel guides for other places too. 
uh, you can basically probably just kind of look up what it is, you know, in the area that you're looking for or that you're sorry, the area that you're standing in and look for something cool to do. Yep. And Lord knows, you know, if you're in Turkey or or wherever, darn near anywhere. Yeah. There, there's always something cool going on someplace. And, you know, you know if, if you, you live there, you might not think so. But for people that are just coming in. Yeah, there probably is some cool stuff. And of course, do. you may not have access to the internet at the time, so um, it's good to have this uh, all fed into your uh, your iOS device. Oh yeah, yeah. Now we have um, a people's pick. Do you want to take it? Or yeah, I'll I? take it. Uh, you take it. You take it. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, this is from Gary Apter, and it's an app he's using uh, while driving on. Sorry. This, <laughs> wow. This is an app that he uses while driving with his iPhone. Uh, MLB at bat. Uh, uh, not cricket. Not cricket, Gary. Gas. Ooh, oh. Take a drink. <laughs> Sorry drink. about that. Drink. Uh, MLB at bat. Uh, the app is free, but an in-app purchase <clears throat> is required for audio. Uh, that is what I wanted, and it is working well. I live too far away from major league radio coverage via any local station, but now I can hear the play-by-play the way I want. Oh, here we go. Luckily, they do not cover any cricket matches. Whew. I didn't even read that. <laughs> no, you didn't. Started I, no, that's talking. what I, I thought that was funny, actually. You mentioned cricket oh. stuff. <laughs> oh, my, my. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I I really should read ahead Well, perhaps before not. I start trying well, to make so, jokes. So should I. <laughs> <laughs> Triposo, uh, Triposo, Triposo, yeah. Tripoli, no, that's not right. <laughs> that's not right. No, not these days. Okay, now, guys, uh, how can people contact yeah. us? Uh, I can be reached at guy at mymac.com or on the Twitters at twitter.com forward slash MacParrot. <laughs> that was a good one. What about you, Gaz? <laughs> Take a drink. <laughs> <clears throat> That's better. Uh, you can contact me at gaz at mymac.com or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G A Z M A Z. Uh, you can contact both of us uh, on a joint account, woo-hoo. which is uh, twitter.com forward slash guy and gaz, G U Y A N D G A Z. Careful. Careful. Uh, people can contact us uh, also via, via Fearless Leader at feedback at mymac.com. And I believe we have a Skype number, Guy. We do have a Skype number, and that is 703-436-9501. Or would that be 703-436-9501? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With reference. If you listened to last week's yes. show, yes, you will know why Guy did all that. Um, <laughs> Which we would proves that I did listen to it. Yes. Now it is foolish and it is petty, especially as the competition is over. But Guy really <laughs> would like you still to go to the Facebook page and like the uh, My Mac Podcast Facebook page. Yep. Even if you don't listen to the show, in which case you <laughs> didn't hear this. You were, do it, it anyway. Which means you were persuaded by somebody else to do it. That's right. So if you know anyone that has a Facebook account, force them at gunpoint to put a like on the My Mac Podcast Facebook page. And we would love... Use your Second Amendment rights, by God. <laughs> and we would love you to also give us a review in iTunes. And if you're outside either the US or the UK, please let us know so we can read it on the podcast or on air. And we'll, you'll also get a wooty. So, yeah, go for it. Contact us either way. Whether you're in the U.S. or outside the U.S., in the U.K., outside the U.K., just tell us that you've done it. You'll get a wooty. And if I've promised a wooty to anyone and you haven't got it yet, please let me know because the last couple weeks have been so busy. Yeah, pretty manic for you, I'd say. Pretty manic. Yeah, just a little bit. So if I I promised you one, well, it was fun. It was fun. It was nice to know that, that, you know, people that listen to the show were getting prizes. Um, but I, I was kind of slacking on because I, I, I know that there was a couple shows where I was like, oh, I'm going to send them a Woody. And then it was like, wait, who did I who did I say that to? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so if I forgot, please remind me and I will send you a, a special. I'm sorry, Woody. I'll have to make up a new one. And uh, um, also um, people's picks. 
send it in. If you'd like to be on the show, send it in. We have got a few people lined up. Now things, you know, will be settling down somewhat. We can start to get around to getting <laughs> as well, people. As much as usual. Well, yeah, in so much that I'm not here next week. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, and we'll Oh, you're be... not going to be on next week? No, 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 no. The next one I will be on, but I'm not here this coming week, am I? That's why we're doing this. Oh, oh yeah, right. We explained right. that at the start. Uh, Come on, get with the game. Um, <sighs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, we'll Off my get, beds. We'll, we'll get back to normal relatively shortly. So uh, we've got a few people lined up, and uh, if you'd like to be on, and we'd like you to be on, just to talk about how sure. you use your Mac and why you want or to just... be uh, a Mac user if you're not already. So yeah. why the heck you'd even want to sit down and talk with us over <laughs> Skype? Who, who knows? The yeah. conversation could go almost anywhere. It could. It so, usually does. So be prepared. Yes. <laughs> I, I had my two fingers up to the side then because I was doing my scout promise. <laughs> so I, I think that's going to do it for this week. So thank you all for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. We really do appreciate it. And we will see you next week. Gaz, what is that last word? End. Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please check out the Stoplight Network for other podcasts like the Tech Fan Podcast, Pocket Size Podcast, Not Another Mac Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the Mac Specialist Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. There's a lot of hard work in this show, Gaz and I share knowledge to and fro. Sometimes it seems bleak, but we get through the week drinking beer instead of Bordeaux.